0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Alex Deacon's Property Management series. We're kind of going with the with I don't want to say the B show, but with the newer the newer show that we're doing. Alex, how are we doing today, sir? Doing great, Adam. How are you, buddy? Good. Listen, it's it's been a couple of weeks. We've been busy here at Deacon Hoover, which is a very very good thing. Uh, a lot of moves going on. We haven't spoken since the last meetup. A very very uh, excellent meetup that we, that we
1: had a couple of weeks ago. It was a good one. We had a good turnout. Close to forty people. Probably talk about that maybe in a later podcast. Yeah, we got one upcoming too. Maybe we can throw that in there also at the end.
0: So I think one one thing uh, I know, Alex, what you said—you wanted to dip in back into the property management side of things today. That's why we did the lead in with the property management series. Uh, but today, what we're going to talk about—and this is why we named it this way—we're going to let you know what property management isn't, and we we. Kind of worded it that way to kind of get your eyes kind of grab you because we wanted it to sound brash. We wanted it to sound very standoffish because that's not what this means at all. This is just gonna be very informative to let you know uh, what you know what property management isn't. Basically, I mean it's just very informative. That's all. And, and we're not, gonna, not we're in gonna any talk way.
1: about the limitations of what a property manager can do. There you go. Because that's that's a common misconception um, that I have to answer repeatedly. So again, I just do these podcasts so folks can listen to this first because if there's a disconnect and you have an expectation that's is not reachable as far as I can't I can't convey that kind of service to you, then I'm going to turn you down as a client. Cuz right. like, my 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 saying is I'd rather turn you down than let you down. So we we turn down a lot more clients than we take on. The client has to be the right client. Their expectations have to be in line with reality. And and their property has to be a decent property. It can't be, you know, really in really poor condition. And they don't want to spend money to fix it up and make it safe and, and you know, habitable. Right. We, we can't help. Right. We can't help. You know? There's not even
0: a way to meet in the middle on that yeah. one really, yeah.
1: So I just like to be honest with people. And what prompted me to think about this was I was just about to do a a long, drawn-out email to a new client about what we do and what we don't do. And I probably spent a half hour typing this email. (laughs) I sent it to my wife and one of our property managers to look over because I I do that. I, I tend to send emails, I think a lot of people do, and then I hit send and I'm like, damn, I probably shouldn't have sent that. So I sent it out to them to have them review it. They said it was fine. Then I slept on it, and I'm like, you know what? The best thing here would be to have a conversation with the client. Right. You know, right. so that's what I'm gonna do. They're out of state, and we're gonna have a, either like a maybe a they're coming in town, so maybe we'll be able to meet, or we'll have a you know a video conference thing, or just a conference call in general. But yeah, some it just. You can't explain what we do, and what we don't do in a, in an email. I, and I, I feel
0: like it's a little more personable too. I mean, we're yeah. we're starting to live in an era where everyone's looking at screens so much, we're not connecting like we used to.
1: Yeah, uh, and I think so we true. need to get back to that. There's just so many so many hours in the day, man. Right? You know. I know. <laughs> and if I have to continually ask and answer, or basically answer these questions, it it's so time consuming. So I'm trying to make it easier for our our potential clients not only to find out what we do here at Maze Property Management or what we do here at Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors, but what to expect from other management companies, too, because there's not a whole lot of difference in services provided by management companies. The difference is how efficiently they provide those services. How good are they at providing management? And that's really the only difference. There might be some small nuances of, so yeah, we we do offer this service versus this service, or the way we work. Uh, repair call versus an emergency repair call might be a little different than what another management company does, but more or less the same services are provided. It's just a matter of who's the right management company for you, and are they being honest and upfront, and are they going to provide the best service possible for your asset and for your expectations. Okay. Okay. So that's what prompted this. I was writing this email. I ended up not sending it, and we're going to have a conversation. But, um, so, you know, anytime anybody asks you about it, you can just send them a link to this and say,
0: here, listen to this. It yeah. explains everything. This is
1: kind of what we don't do, right? You know? <laughs> and these folks, they, they live out of state. We have a lot of clients that have their properties that are not local. They're, they live out of state. Some of them live out of the country. And they need a management company. This is virtually impossible to do without someone on the boots on the ground here. So these folks live out of state, and their expectations, though, are just way, way out of out of whack. And I'll give you a couple examples. Um, they bought the property and saw it a couple times at a home inspection. Home inspector did a whole bunch of lists of what maybe should be done to the property over the next five or ten years. Um, this particular client wants to do some changes in the parking and in the basement and maybe add some storage and you know redo a couple apartments understandably we want to they want to add value right so that's what that's what a property manager can do they can help you add value but but planning all this out is not something a management company is going to do it just it's not it's not it's not gonna happen. I just don't see it happening. I have thirty years of experience, so I can help you map it out and plan it out. But that's not what we get paid to do at the management company. That's almost like if you wanna do consulting. If Alex wanted to do real estate investment consulting, then I'd open up a consulting business and almost I would like an charge advisor, if you will. Yeah. Well okay. Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors got it. Good one. So you see what I'm saying is um, it's just not what most property management companies do. Right. They don't have that. And I mean, maybe I should start an advisor, you know, part of Mace. And yeah, it, here's how much it is per hour, and this is what I can help you do. Right. I just we don't do it's that It's Not yet. feasible. So, a lot of times, what I'll do is I will explain or I will compare myself to an owner client because I myself am a client of Mace. All of my properties are managed. By Mace, not by me. I don't even know who my tenants are. I couldn't even look up a tenant phone number because I can't even use uh, <laughs> our accounting software. I swear to God, I can't. I'm, I'm really dumb when it comes to that. But I rely on my staff to manage the properties. They don't make the crucial decisions. You know, they don't. Um, they don't map out how I want the kitchen laid out on the rehab. They don't. Talk to two or three different contractors and find out what's the best type of heating we should do here because we're going to split up the utility in this, in this building. So what should we do? Should we go with electric heat? Should we go with a heat pump? Should we go with uh, gas, a boiler, heat, forced air? What's the difference? How much is it going to cost? How intrusive is it going to be to put a forced air unit in in here now that it has electric heat? There's just so many different questions. We don't we don't manage. a a construction zone you know we can't do that you're asking one of my property managers who may not have a lot of experience in construction and flipping homes and but they have a lot of experience in property management you know finding tenants taking care of tenants holding their hand fixing leaky toilets sending some out on an emergency call doing all the accounting handling evictions Mm -hmm. dealing with borough situations where the grass is high and you name it, man. We deal with hundreds and hundreds of different scenarios. What we don't do and what most management companies will not do efficiently, they'll say they'll do it, but they don't do it, is they're not going to map out your investment and make it the best investment possible. Like, they're not going to show you, the example was what these, these clients that are coming in to talk to me. They want to uh, segregate the basement, a three-unit building. They want to put storage in the basement here's some questions that you never would never think about okay where do you want the storage how about that right where do you want it um how big do you want it what do you want it made out of do you want it made out of pressure treated lumber because it's a damp basement do you want mold resistant drywall do you want plywood okay. do you want just not plywood just like chicken wire but you can see inside but you can't get inside and if we put the units in the basement do you want them to have their own laundry in those units or is the laundry just going to be one central location does it even have laundry in the basement we can't put the units in front of an electrical panel or the main water line or a gas meter so there are so many different questions that i just came up with like four or five or six and we're talking about an eight by eight storage area it's just too large of a project for you to take on really yeah, anyway, like we're we're gonna literally make about one hundred and eighty dollars a month to manage this three unit. I can't right. possibly add <laughs> my thirty years experience in with that one hundred and eighty dollars a month. No, nobody can. Right. Okay. But that's just one small piece of the puzzle here. That you're buying a three unit and you live out of the country, but you got to have this stuff in order. You're in charge of this, not us. You're in charge of knowing where you want those units, how you want them mapped. I just gave you six different scenarios. I mean, how, that's just storage units. That has nothing right. to do with anything else. Right. And then they want to talk to me about you know parking in the back. There's a two-car garage and there's an off-street parking pad. Do we segregate the garage and make it a two-car segregated garage? Yes, we can do that, but you ask yourself this question. Is it big enough? How right. big is it? We put a wall down the center That means you're going to have to potentially add two garage doors instead of one. Is the electric separate in that garage? Is each unit going to have its own electric? Because if it doesn't, who's paying the electric for that garage? Are you just going to eliminate the electric from the garage? You have to have it segregated. You can't have the first floor paying for the power on both sides if the second floor is going to use part of the garage. If they find out about it or Duquesne Light finds out about it, then it's going to be an issue. Um, Is it even feasible to add parking to the left side of the garage or as you're looking at the garage to the right side is it big enough how big of a car could you get in there you know it might be 10 foot wide but you can you feasibly pull a car in there realistically without hitting the fence or dinging your car door every time you pull in and out that's just a garage right okay um and then the home inspection right here in front of me and I'm not naming who this is because these folks are really nice people. I mean, right. They're they're good people. They bought property here. They just they, Their expectations of what a management company does are not realistic. Right. Just because, not because they're jerks. They're it's just, just because they don't know. Right. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. But this is a home inspection. I got a report from them, and it's 40 pages. Wow. Yeah, 40 pages of, you know, uh, it's got... Lifting shingles here. It's got a disconnected downspout. It's got uh, gutters that are p- plugged up. The water doesn't want to want to run away from the house. The screen doors kind of broke. I mean, there's just pages it's and pages of this. We we don't get paid as a management company to go through a 40-page home inspection. Right. Yeah. You have to, as a owner of this asset, just like I do. Okay. I don't just give the home inspection a hand it to my property manager and say, "Hey, get all this stuff done." <laughs> no, man, you have to map it out. What do you want done? Over right. how many years do you want it done? Do you have a budget? What comes first? What's like, prioritized? Yes. Exactly. Let's prioritize these things. Um, yeah, man, you have to be. When here's the probably the best, best, biggest misconception is property management erases all of like what you need to do as an owner. It doesn't. It does not really relinquish that at all. As a matter of fact, you might even have to work a little bit harder at first until you get your property manager in, in line with like your expectations, mm-hmm. you know, and you you have to map this stuff out. You have to have a plan of where to go and what to do first and what to do second and your budget and... Okay, so... Yeah, hopefully that that helps a little bit no I think that should definitely help out and
0: it makes a lot of sense too because it's there's only so much time money and effort that you can pour into something before you're you know you're underwater with it again
1: yeah and I just want to empathize with all of my clients and that's why we turn down more clients than we take on Mm -hmm. because I if I can't be on the same page as you I'd rather have some other management company screw it up that's what's going to happen And and then eventually you may call us and hopefully maybe we can we can fix it I don't know
0: and there's probably not a lot of people out there that think that way, too, because they go for the... Well, I
1: used brand. to. Yeah, I used to look at the numbers. They go, okay, if we get 1,000 units, we're going to make X amount of dollars. I'm going to make this, and I can buy all this stuff for myself. That's how I looked at it. You can't look at it that way. You have to look at it from a management company owner. Can I provide the proper service to this client? If I can, yes, I'm going to take them on as a client. We're going to provide the proper service. We're going to get referrals from that client. They're gonna write rating reviews about us and then eventually the money will take care of itself. Eventually I'll make more money. Right. Right. And you know, I have to pay my people well and pay I just you gotta provide a good service, you gotta pay your staff well and you gotta hire good people. Otherwise you're not gonna stay in business a long time.
0: Right. You need a good support team. We always talk about it. Team yeah. Mark building your team and it's it it always comes back to that, doesn't it?
1: It does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're buying real estate or building a business. So,
0: so what else do we have with this? Um, what else does property
1: management? What else do we not do? It makes what property do, management. I mean, what do we not do? Um, here's another thing that we we don't do. I mean, we can do it. In fact, we we do. We do step in, but we, there's only so much we can do. When we take on accounts from from other management companies, mm-hmm. like a lot of times, you'll just, we'll take on an account from a management company that's just doing absolutely horrible job. So the owner calls us and says, hey, can you fix this? Sure, we can fix it. Okay, handle it. But we can't. Right. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. You have to call that management company. You have to cancel the contract. You have to make sure they have all of their leases and the keys in order. Make sure that all the tenant information is there for us. Make sure that their ledger is correct. How much does the tenant owe them? How much the security deposit is? Where's is the security deposit? Who's gonna get the deposit? Who's gonna pick up all this stuff? When is it gonna be ready? Is there an eviction going on in the process? You know, if, if there's an eviction going on, we can't step in and do an eviction. We'd have to. You'd have to either have that management company finish it, which I don't recommend because what incentive do they have now to finish it? Or you can hire one of our attorneys to have them finish it for you. We're not going to step into an eviction and finish that eviction for you. It just mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't make sense. We don't know what's going on. We're not getting paid to do that. Right. Now, if we place a tenant and the tenant's bad, then we're going to take care of the eviction. But we're not going to step into a a complete bucket of mess and, an and, and, one, and, and right. fix it for you. It just it doesn't happen. I think what it what it means is this whole session is you, the owner, have to be more involved. If, if you're too involved, that's bad because you're micromanaging. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, nobody likes that. Nobody. Not just my company. Not just me. Nobody likes mm-hmm. it. Because you're telling them how to do their job. Mm-hmm. Okay? If they deserve to be micromanaged, then I understand. Right. But you can only do that for so long and then it just implodes. Right. So you can't micromanage. But you also can't be never reachable. We have owners that are never reachable. We have owners that have not, that have, we have fired and they have yet to pick up their keys, their security deposits, their leases for months. That's how off, uh, out of touch they are with their properties. Wow. That's like the total opposite. You can't micromanage, but you can't be totally off. Right. Where you never know what's going on and maybe you don't do every year or so come in and inspect your properties, maybe at least drive by them or do something like that. Right.
0: I think this is something too that over time you'll probably learn that sweet spot in between, you know, uh, micromanaging and not doing anything, you know, because in a way Mm -hmm. it sounds like on on one end of the spectrum, it's like, you know what, I'm going to take this to my property management company, they're going to do it all themselves. And on the other end of it, it's like, you know what, I'm going to micromanage so much that I'm not – I'm going to get in my property management company's way. We need to find out that that happy balance that, that – and everyone's happy balance is probably going to be different, I would imagine. Right, Alex? Or?
1: It is. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely because some, some owners, they want to be somewhat hands-on <clears throat> like myself. Okay, let's go back to me. How, how do I want to be – I don't <laughs> – it depends on the topic. Sometimes <laughs> I don't want to know. Just just handle it. <laughs> oh, right? it, needs a, it needs a hot water tank and like okay, I got to call you uh, over the weekend or l- late last week. We need a furnace, and it's gonna be five thousand dollars. I'm like, what? Five thousand dollars? Why is it so much? Well, it's a it's an electric heat pump, and it's it's everything all encompassed. And we, I don't have any property. that has electric. it's the only one I have. Of course, yeah. So he had we had two estimates. One was seven, and one was five. I'm like, okay, oh. yeah, just get it done. What am I gonna do? Wow, yeah. You know, some owners will just, oh, whoa, whoa, we got to get another estimate. We got to get a fourth estimate. We don't know. No, no, no. We're gonna get you one, maybe two estimates. That's it, man. Right, right. You know, that's it. These are good quality Hvac guys right. that are going to give us a, a good price and do a good job. If you want us to get five different estimates, and we pick one estimate out of those five, what are the chances of us ever getting those other four guys to do any work for us? Because you're constantly beating them up on price. We got them down to where the price is very fair because we give them a lot high volume of business. If you treat your contractors like dirt, and you just you're going to get dirt service. That's where a lot of times we get the micromanaging. Well, I can have. i can have a window installed here for 250 dollars dude i mean it's i get it you can go buy a window at home depot for 120 and have your handyman installed for 120 Mm -hmm. but can that handyman install 30 windows for you right um is he just some guy that's retired and does this on the side has no insurance right how long is it going to take to get that window installed right you know what's the warranty on the window? It's just, it's never ending. And
0: plus, you know It it always goes back to utilizing your toolbox and having like again, I hate to beat a dead horse, but you know having your team built and utilizing the tools that are in that team because you always have one or two in your back pocket, like like that you can always go to that you know reliable quality and and it's it's going to be fair for both parties. You know it might not be the least expensive, but at the same time, we don't always want least expensive because you're not getting good quality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, that that's why i think it's important like you said to always have that one or two people that you you know that you can constantly go to so you're not shopping around
1: yeah absolutely we do sometimes you don't have the time to shop around on in this in this case my furnace went now it's it's very hot right now so their ac doesn't work the furnace and ac is all one it's a heat pump so i can't I, I there's only so much time I have, right? These, guys, these tenants are getting. Here's what I. Here's what I did. I micromanaged. Okay, this is what I did in my property manager. I said, "Look, man, why don't we just give these guys a couple AC units and we'll install like a regular electric furnace? You know, because I'm being cheap, right? Alex is being cheap, right? Okay, and he and he's like, man, it's not a good idea. And I'm, you know, after hindsight, I'm thinking, yeah that's not a good idea. It's just being a a really jerk cheap landlord <laughs> and the owners or the tenants were like man no we don't want that we want f- consensual air you know that's what we we rented this place for so you know i could have saved myself maybe a thousand dollars but it's just not worth it in long term yeah long term it's like oh man right. forget it. i just i just bit the bullet because right. five grand is actually a really good price is for this. Work. Yeah, this is
0: the year I I finally bite the bullet and get air conditioning in my house too. My wife's gonna win this year. I'm not an air conditioning guy, but it's yeah. already 90 degrees in Pittsburgh, so I think she's won this battle. Down <laughs> the way of the white flag. Um, I think this is good though because I think a lot of people, Alex, probably have the misconception that property management and and, and they're they're the be all do all everything, you know. And I don't I don't I think that's a very um, it's a good misconception to talk about, you know, because then mm-hmm. I think I think you've laid out uh, in in a, in a really good manner um, what you can do and what you can't do and why you can do it and why you can't do it. You know, I mean, you know, time is money, and there and like you said, there's only so many hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only talk to so many people. You can only do so much. Uh, so I think this is this is important to know that way. Um, if somebody says, "Hey, why can't you do this for us, Alex Deacon?" How you know, many? How, how long have we talked about this so far? Uh, twenty minutes. We're twenty-two minutes, good sir.
1: Okay. Cause I mean I could really I could go on every different scenario, but um, the point being I think if we summarize it is mm-hmm. what a property management company does: we collect rents, we do all your full accounting, we we uh, we try to minimize your risk, you know your liability. We get rid of bad tenants quickly. We screen good tenants versus bad tenants before we put them in. Uh, we handle repair calls you know small minor repairs for handling it but you know you're not paying anything extra for that that's included in your management fee at the end of the year you have a full accounting of what the property did or what your uh, portfolio did and we can get that to your accountant it's very simple um i mean that's probably it that's what we do what we don't do is like if it's a major insurance issue you know, the flooding, fire, whatever. I mean, you have to somewhat step in and get somewhat involved there. Right. Okay. To help us out. Um, any major legal issues, for instance, if a tenant sues us for, or say, like, we don't collect the rent and the tenant, like, loses in court but then appeals the, the hearing. We don't handle the appeal. We have an attorney come in and handle that because they can appeal the appeal, and then they can go to even a higher court, and it gets and crazy. Keeps going and going. Yeah, um, we can't handle helping your portfolio. Uh, we can't like map it out like we talked about. Like. Oh, I want to change these three units into two units, and I want to eliminate a kitchen, and I want to redesign the whole apartment. And I want to put off street parking on. I want to uh, separate the utilities. I want to get all the permits to do this. I want to get three estimates from contractors. Nobody will do that. Right. That's, you know, something, that's something that's you're, you're going to ask. need to be involved with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So there, there's limits, and we can't. And what we can't do is take garbage from another management company and fix it in in a month. Right. Like we do it all the time and I tell people or clients, this is going to take three to six months or this can take, if it's 27 units and they're all wreck, this is going to take six months to a year. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to make any money in the first six months. It's going to be very minimal because all we're doing is cleaning up garbage. So right. we might not have to charge you more the first six months. And then once we get everything rented, we can reduce our management fee to where it should be because the mess is cleaned up, but there's only so much of that mess we can clean up. Gotcha.
0: Now, when people want to use Mace Property
1: Management, where do they find them online?
0: How do they get a hold of you?
1: Okay. Um, go to PittsburghPropertyManagement.com or MacePGH.com. Uh, how to get a hold of me is Alex at AlexDeacon.com. That's A-L-E-X at AlexDeacon, dot ncom
0: There you go. And then let's see. You could also find him on Twitter at alexdeacon712. Look for him on Facebook. It's Alex Deacon uh, uh, Retail uh, Real Estate. Uh, almost Retail. Jeez, I'm going back into my old days. Uh, real Estate Investment Workshops. Um, that's where you want to go and sign up for all of his uh, meetups. And in, in, in your, if you're in the Pittsburgh area and stuff like that. But back to the property management stuff. Mace Property Management. Uh, Pittsburgh Property Management. Um, Alex. Anything else you want to kind of put a finalized little cherry on top of what we have today?
1: No. Again, I just – I really hope this is helpful Uh, so you can – you know what to expect from our company or from – really from any company. And I think how to choose the right management company, that's probably – that's probably the one we're going to do next is how to choose the right management company for you. So we stay tuned. This is the yeah, cliffhanger. So stay tuned. This is part two is coming
0: up. This is the Sly Stallone cliffhanger, right? Because but yeah. he was in cliffhanger, I believe, right? Well, yes. Stallone. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, we're referencing Sylvester Stallone. That means that, that we need to end this broadcast. So for Alex, uh, for myself, for everyone, uh, it Mace Property Management, uh, we thank you so much for listening to this uh, edition of Alex Deacon's Property Management Series, and we will see you next time.